on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Vile Files, Ask Nick edition. You said ass. I said ass? ass. Yes. Doesn't matter. That's fine. <laughs> Amanda, <laughs> she's with us. Uh, Allie and Derek as well. Welcome to our household. Oh, I want to get us a little it mat. Makes, it makes me so like emo in the best way when you say household, because I'm like, we, we've been together a while. And it is a household. We're a little fam. Uh, what's going on? What's new? Well, Amanda and I were just discussing St. Patty's Day. So we'll start at St. Patrick's Day, yeah, which is this Friday, and which I- will have been in the past once you're listening to this. And Amanda said, I said, some holidays are for fucking. Yeah. There's some the holidays Patty's that are sexy. Day is top three. So basically anyone that has a lot of alcohol. No. Ones that centralize on going out, like being out, like, you know what I mean? It's less. Making I, bad decisions. Fourth of July. Yeah. yeah where there's it's a little bit of like raucous energy. Exactly. I would say Halloween top fucking holiday. Halloween. Hottest holiday. By St. Patrick's Day, then Fourth of July? Or Fourth of July Ooh. and St. Patrick's Day? Fourth of July. It's more universal. Not everyone, like, if you're from the Midwest, like, for St. Patrick's Day out in, out in, in LA Boston? Sucks. Oh my God. Actually, it's better in Milwaukee and Chicago than Boston. Okay, actually, no. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I've been to the Chicago St. Patrick's Day and I've been to the Boston one. Have you been to the Milwaukee one? Milwaukee one's nuts. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> I haven't been to the Boston one, but I have heard from people like I, I, because I think Boston gets too much clout for being Boston and like having, you know, like the Celtics and like obviously a huge like Irish community. But I think uh, the Chicago and the Milwaukee one's pretty top notch. This is all to say that the uh, the Los Angeles one. Subpar. Oh my. Not even subpar. Guys, I am telling you, we are going to an Irish pub at 4 p.m. on Friday and we're all going to have a great time. Yeah, that's in Pasadena. Are you, and I don't know if you're ready because I do feel like St. Patrick's Day is like the full moon for Boston werewolfness where like I feel like people see a side of me. And Griffins of Kinsdale is ready for you. to see. Let it out. Uh, Everyone grows a Red Sox hat. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Derek has celebrated St. Patrick's Day in Boston. Yeah. Because he went to school there. What were your, what is your review? I'm half Irish and I was intimidated. Ooh. Are the bars open at 6 a.m. with full of drunk people? Well, that's a normal. I that's went, a fucking I, Patriots game. <laughs> I went yeah, clubbing I say, on St. Patrick's Day in Chicago. Like, you walked yes. out at noon and it felt like it should have been the middle of the night. Oh, St. Patrick's Day is, is, it can be a great holiday if you're in the right city. It, amen. I ended yeah. up in a baseball Maybe game not knowing it was going on. Our friend group tried to cut through a baseball field to save time because we were drunk on St. Patrick's Day. We did not realize until we were halfway in it that the game was going on. Have you fucked on any of those three holidays? Oh, my God. I, on one St. Patrick's Day. uh, Sorry. I'm like, this should not. Say more. more. Let's just. um, How many leprechauns? No, it was that. No, it was like. (laughs) There's just dicks everywhere. (laughs) Okay. I'm just like. I'm Little red one. Okay, you know what? I'm sorry to future me. I am sorry to the version. I'm sorry to my campaign manager if I am ever running for office and this story is out there in the world. I will never run for office. Don't worry. I You're well past that. Yeah, God, I could not. Don't be rude. I'm, well, I'm just saying, you know. Please continue. <laughs> I'm the campaign manager. W- you would be a great campaign Actually, manager. Would. Yeah. I would also, you would be a great leader. My voice broke because I meant it so much. <laughs> I I would like you to be governor. All right. Anyways, continue. My boyfriend was playing like a show at this like record store. There was a bathroom in the back. (laughs) Let's just say someone entered the bathroom and I bumped my head on his chin. Yeah. On a more wholesome note, I threw a Purim party, which is like a Jewish holiday that's celebrated like Halloween. Is that a fucking holiday? Yeah, is that a fucking holiday? I mean, well. Yom Kippur. 
Or <laughs> any <laughs> of the Jewish holiday holidays? Yom Kippur is the opposite of a fucking holiday. <laughs> Yom Kippur is like, you fucked up. Think about that okay. in silence, a tone. It'd be and like having sex a in a confessional. Yeah, it's like, it's like a very reflective, serious day. Yeah. But Purim is like, if for adult, I feel like but it's a very- I keep thinking you're saying porn. Purim. <laughs> Purim. 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 You really don't want to enunciate that. But I will say Purim is like, it's a lot of times it's celebrated as like big family, like big family carnival vibes. But I threw a party that was like all my friends, costumes, the theme. Okay, so the theme was kind of, if I do say so myself, a little bit epic because it was. So the whole story of Purim is that kind of honestly, The Bachelor, where there was a king looking for a wife. One of the women, Jewish, did not tell him. Meanwhile, different person trying to kill Jews. She secretly wins the king's heart and then is like, surprise, I'm Jewish. Can you not kill everyone? And he's like, yeah, okay. And I butchered that. And so shout out to anybody who knows more about Boron than me who could do a much better job. That is my brief summation. And so you do, it's very fun. Like you do a whole like play and whatnot at the party, which my improv friends fucking ate up. But the theme was dress up as a character in disguise or like their alter ego. So like prison Mike from the office or like 21 Jump Street, like them as high schoolers. So it was kind of meta, and people just my came name up. Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> people came up with some good stuff, and I was um, Val, who is Abby's alter ego from Broad City. When she's blackout drunk, she goes to speakeasies and like becomes this like jazz cat lady. You That's threw so a- fun. You also dressed up this weekend. I did murder mystery. It was murder mystery party, and it was it was honestly the best. Like my my cohort helped with all the food and drink. Like the guy whose house we used is also a great planner. Like. We went all out. Everyone went all out. Everyone had accents. And we like ended the night like I jumped in the pool in my full dress. Like we ended with like a dance party. We were like chugging straight out of vodka bottles. Like I tried to do a lift with my friend Diego and we fell on the floor. When you say a lift. Did you correctly identify the murderer? Yes. Oh. Thank God. But it was just like one of those moments where I was just so grateful. And like I've just been looking back at the photos of it. And we moved here in the pandemic. And like my first like few months out here were so hard my first year and a half was so freaking hard because i didn't have any friends there didn't have any way to meet people like i remember my mom like i was so i've been sobbing to her so many times within my first like three months out here that she was like just come home and you'll try it again another year like it was so bad and i didn't have any friends and it took me a full year and a half to meet this friend group and I just feel like that should be talked about more because I yes. think it's like it takes a long time to like put roots down, especially in L.A. Yeah. Like there's just this, any city. But yeah, especially in LA. I feel like in L.A. because there's like people are always working on projects and gigs. There's this like illusion of like closeness because I have some of the best conversations at parties here, like become such like, quote, what feels like fast friends where like you have this amazing connective night. But mm-hmm. then like because everyone is so busy and the city is so spread out, like it just feels like it's really hard to actually follow through and put in the work that it takes to have a relationship. And the fact that it's like you're selling yourself constantly mm-hmm. means that it can be really hard to like admit loneliness. Yeah. Here. totally. And it's just like finding people because there's so many like empty people out here. It feels like where I'm like, we're like networking. This doesn't feel yeah. like I'm like, I have a deep rooted connection with you. And like, I want to like, just be chilling with you in and like, at the very end of a night or an early morning or like sleep on your couch. Like I want that level of closeness and I feel like it's really hard to find. Totally. But, yeah. It's yeah. like the friends who are like close enough to like check on you proactively. Like yeah. I have tons of friends in LA who I love and who I like see regularly and it's always so fun and I feel close to them then. But like 
they don't like reach out mm-hmm. and check on me in that way. And yeah. it sounds like, and I, cause I feel like you go to bat for your friends. Like you really don't do friendships by half. <laughs> and so I think it's really hard when you don't feel that like, I don't know. It's like, also we start with our like best friends from when we're younger. Yeah. Like I will always have my first best friend's phone number memorized yeah. because it is like, she is that person to me. Okay. I was thinking about that because I'm like, I'm convinced at some point I'm going to end up in jail and do they let you look at your contact book? Because I don't know my best friend's phone number and who am I supposed to call? What numbers do you know? What are the options like of the numbers you have memorized? Like my parents, my sister, like childhood friends, but everyone else I've met in like the texting era. I don't, I don't know anyone's number. But do they let no you one? check the contact book on your phone so you can make your one phone call? This keeps me up at night. Probably. That's a great question. Who am I going to call? I, I know. I don't. Yeah. I don't even know my parents' cell number. What? What? What about your home phone as a kid? I don't know Natalie's cell number. I Yeah, my home phone number you as a kid. You should memorize Natalie's. Just for safety, if you end up in jail. I think everyone should get a new phone number every six months. Oh, that's aggressive. <laughs> phone numbers are meaningless. That's not true. <laughs> it's so easy to change your number. But the area code. That's... Who gives a shit? But no then one... you're going to no, have people, people texting give a shit the wrong you, number. You get added you know to how a many times chat? you give out your number? To, you write down your number in an age where, you know identity theft and things like that or anyone has access to your number i just think like all these scenarios that you guys are bringing up with like they're just never gonna happen and that's not that's not true i will go to jail my phone's fine dead. so remember one have one like the whatever number you need when you ever go to mythical jail what if whatever it's yours? fine you memorize that me? number and if i get a new number <laughs> you have a new number to memorize but like we should all in an, in an age where it's so easy to get a new number and you're you so many people who don't need your number have your number. You have written down your number so many times to people who just don't need it anymore. And you should do like a hard reset every six to 12 months. And it's great because that's a great way of like reevaluating who are important people in your life. And so every time you get a new um, number, you send out that mass text of like, hey, got a new number, save this number. And it's a great way to like, you know what? Uh, you know what? Janice doesn't need my number. I don't can't text your ex happy birthday if they change their number. Exactly. I just think uh, I think it's a great exercise every every year or every two years at least or like some period. You know, people nostalgically hanging on to their number because they think it like I never want to get rid cool, of it. I or never like it want has to. like three zeros in it or something. I don't know what it is, but who gives a shit? Okay, so I will say the area code thing. Is because like I I am so proud to be like a Bostonian from Boston proper who has a six one seven area code and it's a really fun conversation starter. You know when you get like added to a group chat for like intramural soccer and you have no one's number saved and it's like a sea of things and you're like oh shit is that from Kalamazoo Michigan like sure. yeah okay I feel like that's so I, I feel like area code needs to stay I that know. would be my fine comment. get a new number with the same area code I also just a- like the like occasional like hey, this is so random, but this made me think of you. Like I had a sorority sister who I haven't spoken to in years send me a TikTok the other day because so she said her, it reminded... Give her your new number. But I wouldn't get, I wouldn't naturally like text Lauren out of the blue and say... She can DM say, you. She can Facebook message you. If she really needs to get a hold of you, she will. To each their own, Nicholas. Pop off in the comments if you <laughs> yeah. uh, disagree. Drag him to hell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, well, to each their own. Speaking of, today... <laughs> March Madness Love Song Edition is live. We know. Thank you. <laughs> There's the hype. Um, we know we'll get to our breakup song of the week in just a moment, but we know we talk a lot of, about a lot of sad songs, about a lot of songs about things that didn't work out. So this is your chance to have your opinions stated 
and count about the love song. So it's going to be on our Instagram story, Vile Files. Uh, there will be polls. You can just vote for your favorite one. There will be a bracket so you can keep up with it. Go to bat. Tell your friends to vote. And we will crown a love song champion. Amazing. I love that. Well, we have a great uh, week lined up for you all. We have some great callers to get to. Don't forget, Vile Files Plus is now available. We have a brand new update episode available to y'all, which includes that amazing call from the Raven episode when her friend was cheating on uh, her boyfriend and they're all going to take a trip together. So a great update there with with more uh, in in addition to that. We have another episode of Better Date Than Never live at 9 p.m. Eastern this Thursday. If you can't listen to it live, all of those episodes are available behind Vile Files Plus as well. We also have some great uh, rom-com recaps. We have pop culture roundups. We are going to be getting into breaking down Vanderpump from season one. Uh, You get a free trial, uh, a seven-day free trial. So just go to vilefiles.com and there's a subscribe to Vile Files Plus uh, button right there on the homepage. There's also a tab for Vile Files Plus as well. Uh, Rachel Bilson joins us this week, uh, who recently just talked about getting her first uh, orgasm from, from sex at 38 I years old. I saw that. So maybe we'll, we'll talk about that. Mazel tov. I don't know. Mazel tov to Rachel. <laughs> uh, so that should be great. Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, we have another, uh, we got fantasy suites this week. So is Zach fucking? I don't know. He says he's not going to, but we shall see. He's definitely going to be breaking up with someone. And our breakup song of the week is Comfort by Julia Jacqueline. Uh, the person who submitted this says, I was listening to the second caller on the February 13th Ask Nick episode that's called my mom runs my dating apps if you would like to search that Uh, and I really related to her story a few months ago I initiated a break with my boyfriend and this song really helped me through my feelings the lyrics that stood out most to me were you'll be okay you'll be all right you'll get well soon sleep through the night you'll go outside enjoy the sun soon you'll feel fine to see everyone he's gonna thrive he'll be just fine hurt for a while cured with time don't know how he's doing but that's what you get you can't be the one to hold him when you were the one who left. Big boom. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, go check out that. Uh, it's on Spotify. It, yeah, it's on Spotify, and it's a highlight on our Instagram story for you to click, uh, have an easy link to the playlist. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, we all need a good therapist in our life. I just, I'm a big advocate of therapy. We talk about being our better selves all the time, and we talk about getting in the gym and eating right. Well, take care of your mental health because if you're not, if your mentals aren't, you know, where they need to be, like it can be such an energy sucker, it can consume our lives. And all that can be just really improved by the help of a mental health care professional. And BetterHelp is making it easier than ever before to get the therapy that you need because you can do it from the comfort of your home. You can do it in your car. You can do it on the road. You know, literally, if you're taking a long drive, you just need to talk to someone, you can bang out a therapy session because with BetterHelp, you can do video chats. You can do uh, just voice calls with no video chats. With BetterHelp, they are working with literally thousands of therapists. They're working with new therapists every day. So it can ensure that you're connecting with a therapist that connects with you. Because again, so much about therapy is just making sure you have someone that you know you relate to that makes you feel seen and heard and has the expertise that you require. So if you've ever thought of getting therapy, now is the time to try it with BetterHelp. It's more affordable than in-person therapy. It's incredibly wonderful and I've so many people who have listened to this show have tried it, who have told us how grateful they are that they finally tried BetterHelp. And you can be that next person who feels fulfilled and feels better off from just making sure they're investing in themselves with great therapy. So 
If you are someone who is ready to take that journey in improving their mental health, discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash V-I-A-L-L today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash V-I-A-L-L. Do you like getting cash back and shopping? (laughs) I'm pretty sure the answer is yes for everyone listening. Or Rakuten has you covered because Rakuten is an amazing invention that literally gives you cash back for shopping. So if you're shopping at places like Macy's, Adidas, Walmart, Nike's, Bloomingdale's, Levi's, Urban Outfitters, Blue, Mercury, Zappos, Expedia, Dyson's, Sephora, and so much more, Wine.com, Rakuten literally gives you cash back for buying your favorite things. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. Rakuten is an online shopping platform that rewards you for shopping. Rakuten gives you cash back when you shop at thousands of brands across almost every category from apparel to shoes to home essentials and more. Well, it just feels like a no-brainer because you're already shopping, so why not save while you're doing it? The membership is free and easy to sign up, and Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account, or they will send you a check. A check. Literally arrives in the mail. They'll send you a check for shopping. Yes. That's nuts. But it's also real. Rakuten has 15 million members who are already saving, and you could be one of them as well. That I also mentioned Uggs, Chewy, Neiman Marcus, Saks Fifth Avenue. Those are just more of the brands that you can shop at and get cash back. Rakuten also finds you the best deals, sales, and coupons. They do the work searching for coupon codes so you save time and money. Get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every single category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. So get your cash back. Just download the Rakuten app. Cashback rates change daily. See Rakuten.com for details. Go to Rakuten.com now or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N, Rakuten.com. We'll go check that out. Subscribe, rate, review. Tell your friends. Uh, don't forget, don't text your ex. Happy birthday is available. If you want to get that, also go to Vilefiles.com to uh, procure that. Let's get to our callers. What's your time with me? Let's ask Nick your sexy questions. How's it going? Hi, I'm Courtney. I'm about to be 41. How are you? Good, Courtney. How can we help? Hi, I'm calling in today because a man I'm in a situationship provided me list of criteria in order to be his girlfriend, but I have a problem with every single item on the list. Okay. All right. Um, how long have you been in the situationship? A um, little over two years. That's a long time. Yes, yeah. and lots of bumps in the road. Yeah. Are you the hopeful person in this situation, Chip? Yeah, although hope is very quickly diminishing. But to be clear, you would have preferred it at some point to be a relationship? Like, he, he's the reason why it's not a relationship, per se? Correct, correct, yeah, okay. correct. And uh, we have this list. Uh, when did he send you this list? So that was pretty quickly into our situationship, maybe two or three months. Okay. And I don't know if you have some backstory there. I've known him since high school. You've known him since high school. Okay. Uh, dated in high school. You dated in high school. Okay, cute. Uh, and then when did you reconnect? Like you, you reconnected a few years ago or has he been in your life this whole time? A few years ago. I mean, over the years, which is 20 plus years now, we've had some... Texting, happy, happy birthday, Merry Christmas, how are you? We probably met two or three times over the 20 plus years. Gotcha. So there's been some slight communication. Have you been both single this whole time, married, divorced, kids? What, what, what variables are we dealing with in this situationship? So we've both never been married. We, and we had the situationship 
We were both single. Okay. Um, but over the years, we have had previous. Okay. You know, monogamous boyfriend girlfriend relationships. With okay, other but people. no, no, no uh, ex husbands or wives and no kids. Okay, all right. No kids. No. Uh, and he sent you this. How did he send you this list? Um, first in person, um, we talked about it, and then basically, I wanted to progress the situation ship into more of a boyfriend girlfriend monogamous relationship. And he said, in order to be his girlfriend, I have to meet all of those items on the list. And that's when he presented you. Which would be the in list. essence me changing myself completely. Gotcha. Well, let's just go through the list. Yeah. Yes. What well, a list it is. <laughs> number one. There's a question. Can you give mm-hmm. your significant other babies? Now, it's not do you want children? He's basically asking about your oven. <laughs> like Yeah. Yeah. It's like off the back he's insulting. Yeah, and I guess there's like a way better way to ask that question. A million better ways. This is him, and this is how he talks, and he thinks his shit doesn't stink, and he thinks he walks on water. But okay, okay. Well, let's just go through the list, and then we'll ask the obvious (laughs) questions. Will you be in the gym and see workout results on a consistent basis? Oh my, my God! Immediate no. Immediate (laughs) ick. We're only at two. There's nine. There's seven more. Oh no. There's seven more. All right, I'm just gonna power they, I through. I think they get worse. Yeah. Uh, will you continue to allow other men outside of your family members to have easy access to you? What the fuck does that even mean? You're not allowed to I like communicate. Male relations that are friends. The way in which he's asking this shit is so degrading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how about you just assume <laughs> that the people you want to be in a relationship with want to be monogamous, and then if not, like, just be like, hey, do you want to have a my, my like, what are your expectations in a relationship? How about just go there? Mm-hmm. Oh, like, do you are you friends with any of your exes? That's a that's a reasonable question. Yep. And then you could say mm-hmm. yes or no. And if you say yes, you'd be like, well, you know, I'm a little uncomfortable with that. Can you explain that? Like, tell me more. <laughs> anyway, uh, number, number four. four. Oh boy. Do you have the discipline to not make yourself available to and seek attention from other men? Outside of your relationship. I mean, I'm confused. Wasn't that just covered in three? Has he been cheated on? He says he hasn't, but he has been the person people have cheated with. Well, that's ironic. He's been the person. So he has helped facilitate a cheat several times to my understanding, but he tells me he has never been cheated on. Well, yeah, because he does it first. I mean, again, just like, do you want to. Number five. A, number five. Are you willing to invest in a hairstyle that's attractive to your significant other? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you will? Number six. Are you willing to do what's necessary to keep your significant other attracted to you? Did he already- that is the most ominous thing I've ever heard. And so this whole list is various questions are of... Are you going to not fuck other men and are you going to keep yourself hot for me? So far, that's right. all I've seen. And like, are you going to have my babies? And not talk to any men either. Yeah. Like be in the gym constantly and mm-hmm. do not talk to any other men. Number seven, will you cut off unnecessary non-work related communication with male coworkers? He's made Don't this you clear. dare and- talk about your weekend with one of your male <laughs> yeah, coworkers. <laughs> Business only. Will you cut off unnecessary? Yeah. I mean, truly. No fantasy football leagues for you. (laughs) 
someone's birthday in the office? Too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Will you cut off inappropriate interactions with male coworkers? Okay, so he was cheated on by a girl who fucked her coworker. Yeah. Is, I think what we're getting from these questions. Or he was he fucked a coworker who had a boyfriend. Uh huh. Do you think it's okay to build slash strengthen bonds or connect with males outside of a family while in a relationship? What? No, that was number nine. Noom shavings make a pile, people. Whatever your wellness goals are, let Noom help you get there because they are helping people meet those goals with a psychology-based approach. Noom empowers you to build more sustainable habits and behaviors. Their programs help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have the cravings that you do. Everyone's journey is different, so your daily lessons are personalized to you and your goals. For myself, I've been fortunate enough not to fluctuate much in weight, but as I get older, I want to make sure that stays the same and Noom just helps me get there. And the best part about that, it's just like a few minutes a day of going into the Noom app to get the, the information I need and I can still enjoy the quality foods that I like. I don't have to like hate eating. Again, it's not a diet. It's a, a lifestyle approach to meeting your wellness goals. So whether you're trying to lose weight, gain weight, maybe just have more energy, sleep better, gain more muscle mass, Noom can help you get there. Noom's approach is grounded in science. They've published 50 peer-reviewed scientific articles describing their methods and effectiveness. Whatever your health goals are, the Flexible Program focuses on programs instead of perfection. Choose your level of support from five-minute daily check-ins to personalized coaching. Progress is rarely a straight line and off days are totally okay. Noom will help you get back on track. Stop chasing health trends and build sustainable healthy habits with Noom's psychology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That is N-O-O-M dot com slash V-I-A-L-L to sign up for your trial today. Check out Noom's first book, The Noom Mindset, a deep dive into the psychology of behavior change. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Oh, tushy. Oh, oh God, what boy. an invention. Uh, listen, I, if you're still using basic toilet paper, you're living in the stone era. I don't. What, what are you, watching the Flintstones? I do not understand why people choose to wipe their ass with dry, sandy, rough toilet paper. The softest toilet paper in the world is still paper. So why not just flush out your butt with uh, a boudet? I have never been more popular in my household than the day I came home with my tushy. My roommates were freaking out it is just a it's really, so european it's so european and it's also like think about how often you go to the bathroom like this is one of those things where it's like an item that like i genuinely use every single day I mean, let's just be real here do you really want to leave anything behind do you want to leave any debris or would you rather flush it out with some like you know some water. On average, Americans use 57 sheets of TP every single day. That's 36 billion rolls of toilet paper every year. This alone results in the loss of 15 million trees, 437 billion gallons of water, and 250,000 tons of bleach. That's a lot. Tushy uses only one pint of water, and uh, you only need a few sheets of toilet paper to pat dry. TP is one of the most expensive consumer goods, and you are literally flushing it down the toilet. Hello, Tushy Bidet cleans your bum two times better than wiping and prevents those poo articles from spreading to your hands and everything you touch. Over 100,000 five-star reviews see why millions of people already say hello to Tushy and be a part of taking care of business the cleaner way. It just makes so much sense. Things that make so much sense that most people don't do. I don't understand. Go to hellotushy.com forward slash V-I-A-L-L and use promo code V-I-A-L-L for 10% off your first order. That's hellotushy.com forward slash V-I-A-L-L to stop wiping and start washing. 
Okay, why do you want to date this guy? You were clear that you, you were offended by this list. He provided this list to you a while back. I mean, does it sound, does it sound worse when you hear me reading it? I mean, like, I know you are offended by it, but like, what the fuck? No, so everything about it is offensive. I mean, I definitely have a disconnect between my heart and my head. I feel like I'm very level-headed, but past relationships, I've definitely been in verbally, mentally, physically abusive relationships. And for some reason, these are the breadcrumbs, him included, that I connect with. And I know it's crazy and it's a weakness, it's not, it's but not, for some reason- It's not crazy. Are you in therapy? Yes. You are? Okay. Do you- For years, yeah. Do you like your therapist? Have I you, do. Have you, talked to your, made... have you talked to your therapist about this list? Yes. What does your therapist have to say? I mean, she outwardly doesn't give her straight opinion. I mean, sure. obviously I know her opinion based off of comments, but it's me trying to navigate my life and my relationships and building up the strength and not being afraid to move on and be alone. Um, so a lot of building and working on myself. Do you feel not alone with him? So like I said, previous relationships have been any little breadcrumb that they give me, mm -hmm. I am for it because I'd rather be with the breadcrumb that he allows me than be alone. For a reason, I don't know why loneliness is really scary to me and given my age, never married, no children, I definitely feel like there's something wrong <laughs> with me. So I think they kind of go hand in hand and having someone to text every day and do things with. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, there's things wrong with all of us, whatever. We all are flawed. But, and, I, and, mm -hmm. I, and I just met you, but the only thing that I would love for you to fix about yourself is need for these microscopic breadcrumbs, as you describe, from anyone. I mean, there's millions of dudes and guys out there who would want to have your time and attention, but you're just, unf you're just so scared to walk away from these situations for fear of this what loneliness that you're you know so it's like your problem is feeding into your fear you're not giving yourself a chance because also like i think right. what you're describing with like of, of like kind of feeling like self-esteem is something that your wish was like higher at this point in time like i relate to that it's so it's such a nightmare to deal with and i think it's really hard when you know that this list is bullshit and you know that this is like a shitty fucking thing to write up and send someone. And so it's not only like being on the receiving end of that, but then I think sometimes there can be this added layer of guilt of like, I know that I'm better than this and yet I'm not. And I feel like, you know, I think there can be this conflict where it's not even like you're like, fuck it, I'm, I'm in anyway. Like there's this like you might be in, but you have all of these like other feelings and it probably just like creates this concoction of like things that make it really hard for you to trust yourself. I don't know why, but I always, in my professional career as well as my personal, I always want to know the why behind things. And I don't understand this list, how he thinks it's attainable. He says he had a girl that attained, like was checked every single box on this list. And I just, if I block him, if I tell Wait, him goodbye, even... he'll be like, okay, bye. So... And I know that's ideal. But I don't know. I guess I want some sort of fight. When he said he met, he had a girl who checked every box. First of all, where the fuck is she? Right. Second of all, right. it's not much of a list. It's will you promise to look hot as I see it and 
however I, how I think whatever I think hot is and and will you never like will you not speak to other dudes anyone can say sure to that like what like fine you like what is that everyone's going to claim on some level to be okay like to to do that i mean quite honestly all he's really describing is someone who invests in themselves and like wants to be faithful it's how he asks the question and it's it's ironic because he's making such demands and based on everything we've heard from you like what's he bringing to the table yeah. like i'm like this doesn't even feel like an equal it, there's nothing wrong with wanting your partner to like take care of themselves and be faithful there's nothing but wrong no, with that. he wants someone in the gym six days a week, you know, have the perfect hips. He's very primitive that... Well, he also, know, like, thinks you're off. stupid because he has to ask, answer the same question five times. It's like, I fucking get it. You don't want me talking to dudes. <laughs> you know, like, I get it. You, like, you want me to, like, do whatever you want that looks hot. Like, he wants to own you. Like, he doesn't see you as no, a person. He sees you as controlling property. And, yeah. you know, and being in it for so long, I mean, I start to believe some of it which is actually sickening you know these answers you know so it's like how do we get you to get to that next step you know how do we how do we get you to you know get that confidence to walk away yeah be a quote-unquote not even alone without him we don't have to get into the details but like have you you know it sounds like you've experienced some kind of trauma and it sounds like you've had some tough tough experiences as as a kid and and have you worked through that in therapy? I mean, I definitely wouldn't say I'm 100% over it, but it's definitely been a work in progress over the years. Have you addressed some of those things from your past with your therapist? Yes. So you have, okay. And sometimes we feel that maybe I am very full of feelings and my family isn't the type of family that expresses emotions. Everything's very surface. Sure. And sometimes we both think that I was, the stork dropped me off at the wrong door. And so just having relationships with my family members have been, you know, I want more, but it's just not what my family provides for me. Yeah. It's not. It sucks. Yeah. I'm sorry. Fuzzy family. Yeah. We can find connections in other ways. You know, we can find healthy connections with other people. You know, it's a bummer when we don't have the family dynamic that we kind of wish for ourselves, but there are other ways of doing it. What I'm sensing or what I'm hearing from you is sounds like if you experienced a fair amount of trauma from your from your past and mm-hmm. and that trauma triggers you in various ways. It, almost as a kid, you were you were accepting crumbs because that's all you you were fed. And as a kid, mm-hmm. you don't have the ability to get your own food, so to speak. So you're literally okay, you got fed you get fed crumbs, you eat crumbs. And you 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 learn how to survive off crumbs. And now, as an adult, you you haven't figured out a way to break that pattern. You know, you haven't figured out a way that when you do get triggered, to recognize yourself being triggered. And I've learned this in therapy, but like when it's like you're your you're your ten year old self or your fifteen year old self around this guy. That's the why you can read this list and consciously know how insane it is. But like when you're around him. You, it doesn't connect with you. That's why you can hang out with them. That's why you can accept the crumbs, and it's why the crumbs can feel so good because you become you. Your brain turns goes in this childlike state when you're around him because it's probably triggering because it's probably connecting from things from your past, and that's all. You know, that's a lot of us are constantly just dealing with various types of trauma that we've had from our past, and and if we don't learn the tools to deal with us being triggered, 
we just respond to it how we would as a child. I'm I'm looking up a question. I I, I want to. There's a type of therapy I want you to look into. What I'm concerned about is you, you know, and I want you to figure out a way to, in a healthy way, figure out how you can deal with being triggered and then process in a way that you don't go to 12-year-old you or 15-year-old you or whatever it is. And so you start having the emotional kind of bandwidth to enforce some of these boundaries and stand up for yourself and actively in that moment allowing him to be like, this is not acceptable. Like, I don't deserve this. And these crumbs aren't good enough for me because I am an adult now and I can, I can get my own. I don't need to survive off of crumbs. I can control who comes in and out of my life. Just like an adult can go to the grocery store, you can order your own food and you can make your own food. As a kid, you couldn't do that. You know, if we're using the food metaphor, you know, like literally as a kid, if your parents are saying, well, this is all we have to eat. It's like, okay, I guess I don't, I don't know how to make a sandwich. I certainly can't afford it. And so you, you figure, you adapt and you survive. But as an adult, you can go and make your own food. And when you aren't given love and affection as a kid, you learn how to survive off of that and those crumbs. But as an adult, you need to learn that you can recognize that you can, you can go get food on your own. You can seek out healthier relationships. You can say no to unhealthy relationships. And you can work through and live through periods of quote unquote being alone or loneliness and put yourself out there and invest in people who do have the kind of these healthy characteristics. Because I think there's a part of your brain that has become addicted to the collecting these crumbs and hoping that one day these crumbs can turn into something more. And I don't have the answers of, how, I, don't, I don't, I'm not well equipped to like give you the tools. And I think it's something you want to work through therapy. Do you know how you know if your therapist is helping? Uh, well, that was my next question to you. Well, listen, how long have you been seeing this therapist? Years, I don't know. Years. Like seven well, years. Yeah, well. Maybe you need a, I don't know, man, like, listen, there's, maybe you need a new therapist. And I'm not trying to How talk shit. How do you break up with a therapist? Get a new one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. They don't, that happens all the time. I mean, it's just like, you should be getting results. Like, a therapist isn't just someone to, like, talk to. Or, like, go through the motions with. And listen, maybe they're, th- like, they're just not working for you. It's fine. Maybe they're just not connecting. I, I don't know. There's a million therapists out there. Some are great. Some are not great. Some are okay. Some of it's just a connection. But it doesn't seem like you're responding to your therapist. Well, I think there's a lot of self-work you would like me to do, but for some reason, I am just opposed to it. I don't know if I just don't want to put in the work. What's that self-work? You know, meditating or journaling or just getting out there and meeting people, going, joining a running club or... These are all great. Yeah. But I guess to me, it doesn't sound like you've... I I don't know. I mean, you've been with this therapist for years and I'm can't possibly cover all your sessions. I'm not sensing that you've truly addressed, or, or by the way, has anything I've said to you in the past five minutes about your child self and trauma, like has any of this come up in therapy? Mm-hmm. It has. Okay. So it's not necessarily news to you. Okay. It seems like maybe no, your therapist. No, no, it's not news. And okay. Yes, there's definitely been some Because like, if you're like, no, I've never therapist. heard that. I'm like, get a new therapist. Yeah. I mean, listen, at some point, like your therapist might be amazing. You're just not doing anything about it. I, I don't know. You do have to do the work, you know, just like you could go to the best university or school and have the best teachers. And if you don't study and if you don't invest in yourself, like you, you might not learn. So there is an element of you, like the shit that we deal with, it sucks. You know, so many people out there have to deal with some really shitty 
things and shitty friends and shitty parents and shitty family members and shitty partners and, and, and we can experience trauma and it's not our fault, but it's also not an excuse to like not do anything about it. You know, you seem like a really capable, you know, you, you have this beautiful house behind you. Like you got a job, like you have the means to, to mm-hmm. get help, but you have to really fight through it. You got to ask yourself, am I willing to do the work? You definitely said something that resonated was, I don't know if I feel the self-worth to work on myself. Well, I'm, I'm sorry you feel that way. But you did call. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. And you're getting therapy. You've definitely been on my mind for a long time. So, and I've listened to you when I'm reading your book. and There is something inside you that knows you deserve more. And that no matter how defeated you might feel right now, that like you're still calling in, you're still reading the book, you're still even in those tiny ways. Like I, I know it sometimes can feel daunting when there's so much that you hope to so many ways that you hope to grow or so many things that you hope to acquire, like in self-confidence or wherever it may be. It can just be like paralyzing, like looking up at this huge mountain to climb. But it's like you're taking steps. You know, my professional life, you know, is accomplished. You know, I have a master's degree. I work as a nurse and. I own my own apartment in New York City. And, you know, I definitely have things that build my self-worth. But for some reason, in the love and relationship. You own your own apartment in New York City, have a master's, and you're a nurse. Like, you're living the dream, literally. (laughs) Do you have friends who gas you up? Like, pump me up? Yeah, you know? Make you feel good about yourself? Who makes you feel good about yourself? Probably um, lately, my work colleagues, they definitely... Do you have people in your life where you can be vulnerable enough to say, I'm not feeling good about myself. Can Mm -hmm. you help? Tell me something nice about me, you know? Do you have those people? No, I definitely was texting with a work colleague last night and, you know, she's been in my corner and wants to help me through this and understands and wants to get me on the dating apps and be my wingwoman. Love that. So she knows it's definitely been a difficult time. Yeah. There's some nice lonely men out there uh, just yes. literally millions can confirm as if during my time matchmaking some like gentle emotionally intelligent kind men who have like done the work to like look inward and figure out their own emotional shit instead of just projecting it onto other people and like they're out there and they're they want to find someone they want someone to like go through life with also in in the times when maybe you can't be with work colleagues or you don't have someone who's like right there if your sister's busy or whatever. One thing I know about the nurses in my life is they care so much about their patients, like their patients are their lives. So I'm wondering if maybe if it's even like a little mental switch for you of, you know, if you had a patient come to you and tell you all of this, like what how would you advise her? How would you check in on her? What would you push her to do? And I guarantee if you treated yourself the way you treat your patients, I think things would be a lot different. Like you got one life, you know, and I just, I'm just, your choices matter. You I know, know, I know. And, and I see it every day at work. You yeah, know? exactly. And you have hopefully another 40, 50 years left on this planet. You could have two or three great loves left, you know, or maybe one love, you know, like you have so much life left ahead of you and it could either be wonderful or great or it could be not so great and it's kind of up to you if you don't do anything to change it nothing's going to change and i am really sorry for whatever trauma and whatever shitty people have whatever they've done to you i'm so sorry 
but I want you to, to, to say to yourself, enough is enough. I, I am in now control of my life. And how my life is going to play out is, is going to be based off the choices I make for myself. And I am in control of my life. And it's up to me. And if I don't do anything about it, no one's going to save me but me. But I was able to get a master's and have a career. And I was able to buy this amazing apartment in New York City. I am capable of doing things most people can't accomplish. That's fact. That's a fact. You are doing things people dream, literally dream about. So you have to apply that to your personal life. And maybe today is the day. I just, you know, needed to hear it again. Yeah, maybe today is not the day. I would honestly, like, I would have a support system around you when you do it. Don't do this by yourself. You have friends. You have a sister. Ask for help. Let them know, hey, I'm going through this. I want to... I want to block them. I really want to move forward. I really need your help. I need you to make me feel good about myself. I would love for you to hang out with me. Can we like go do a spa day or whatever? Maybe take a girl's trip, whatever. And then ask for help and, and check in on me for the next couple of weeks. Cause I'm going to, I know I'm going to want to reach out. I know I'm going to want to unblock them and, <laughs> and just get out there and just keep reminding yourself, this is your life and you have to do things differently to change it. All right. I appreciate that. I, I think you can yep. do it. I really believe in you. I know I can. I know I can. It's definitely been. I'm two looking years at that kitchen long. right now and I'm like, this woman's capable of anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, thank you. It's a fucking dope kitchen in New York City. That's not a kitchen in New York City. No, it's not. If you're telling me that's your kitchen, yeah, there's nothing you can't do. <laughs> I've seen New York City uh. apartments. It's a beautiful kitchen. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Definitely uh, making me blush here. But no, yeah, that was definitely hard. Lots of years of hard work and overtime. So yeah, you're clearly capable of doing extraordinary things. You. Yeah, <laughs> we got to work overtime on how you view yourself <laughs> and what you deserve. I know, I know. But I mean, but like some tough love here. It's like this is this is your life. It's your one life, and your choices will matter. And you're either right. going to do something about it or you're not. And if you choose not to do something about it, then it won't get better. And yeah. you'll be 60 and seven, you know what I'm saying? Or, or mm -hmm. you can do something about it. You can do the work. You can stop making excuses. You can fight You can fight be for so yourself. kind yeah. to future you. Thank you. Thank you. Did you get the name of the therapy? I, I, not yet. I'll email it to you. And also, I'm going to be oh, emailing you yeah, to see I got what you're right doing. Now. It's uh, EMDR. Look into okay. e, look into I've EM. Done, I've done some of that you with have. my therapist. I don't know why she doesn't continue, but we've done some some does sessions she, of EM. Does she specialize in it? She's a specialist. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, she knows tomorrow, more. I mean, so. I'm not a therapist. I just know of that type of therapy, and and it sounds like maybe you've experienced some trauma in your past, and that that can help mm -hmm. people uh, work through the type of trauma that you seem to have experienced. I appreciate it. Thank you for the time. Congratulations on your engagement. Thank you. We're going to be checking in on you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Don't let I us, appreciate that. Don't let us down. Okay. I won't. I'll give you an update. All right. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right, How's it going? Great. How are you? Good. What's your name? My name's Jamie, and I'm 24. How can we help Jamie? I need help asking out my friend and coworker's client. Okay, your friends and coworker's client. All right. Uh, without giving too much away, because we don't want to 
you know, privacy, but what, what, what type of work do you do? What do they do? Like, what's the dynamic here? And why is it, why is it complicated? It's complicated because, so we all work in a salon, like in the hair industry. So, um, gossipy. I don't do hair. Gossipy in that. Got in, very, very gossipy. Very yeah. gossipy. Okay, there's that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. But we're all very close. We know everybody's business. Um, but one of my coworkers has a very high um, male clientele, um, and basically, this client of hers um, comes in for the first time, and I'm like, "Whoa, this guy is like." super cute has this almost like quiet confidence to him and i'm like i'm into him so i'm i'm imagining he he you're at work he walks in and like that kind of scene in a movie where everything slows down it was like ryan gosling walking exactly. through the door and it was just like some <laughs> like some cool music and you're just like <sighs> and felt steamy yes. okay yeah that's that's where you're at okay mm-hmm. what happened after he walked in so i, I mean you know, does his business, gets his hair done. Um, and I let my friend and coworker know, I'm like, I'm into this guy. Like, I, I straight up tell her, like, You think he's hot? Tell me more yeah, about him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, his name is, let's say, John. And he's single in, you know, he has a great job, whatever, whatever. But he's moving. Of course he is. <laughs> they always do. Um, so he's not going to be here very long. But I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna flirt it up with him. And uh, every single time, like he comes in, we're always like happy to see each other, giving off flirty banter. And then like a couple months pass by, and I was like, a couple screw months it. pass I'm by. Just gonna... Yeah, yeah. You already wait. Okay. Like we... do... when's he moving? <laughs> in like a, a couple months. You've already wasted yeah. half your time. I know. I know it. Ugh. Time's a wasted. But it's ticking, Jamie. I know. So he knows you exist. He knows you exist. He knows I exist. Um, okay. He knows my name. And we. Uh, and I was like, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to ask him out for drinks. Okay. And uh, I let him know. I'm like, oh, I heard you're moving. And he said, yeah. I was like, oh, that doesn't give us a lot of time to get drinks. It was so lame. Like, um, And he's like, oh, maybe. Like, you said it doesn't give us time to give get drinks. It's smooth. Yes. I liked it. I love it. It was very clever. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, uh, maybe. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, you'll see me around though. Like, oh. And so his his barber uh, was maybe, like, oh, that doesn't mean no. Yeah. Yeah. You like set so him up for the perfect. No. Yeah, you really yeah. put it out. You, exactly. You like you and threw it down the middle. Yeah. yeah. That was for him to take and fly with. What was his like yes. body like? Did he and seem excited and nervous? Because like you know, yeah. I mean, his, his yes, <laughs> he had like his face was all red and like jaw was dropped. When, when did this he happen? Was not expecting that at all. When did this happen? Like two to three months ago, like right before Christmas. The, the, you asked him out for drinks two to three months ago. Yeah, and he's still here. He hasn't moved. Yeah. Well, we thought we, he, well, that's the thing. We thought he was going to move earlier and then he let us know that he's extending his stay Okay. Um, before he moves. And then, um, so he let his barber know that, you know, I'm extending my stay and he's like, oh, well, I guess I'll stop teasing you about Jamie. Cause like, she knows that we're like, why, why, where, where's the friend in this? Why isn't she 
setting you up here? What's going on? Like every, I, well, I, she, any stylist I know loves to play matchmaker. Like, is, well, she was definitely trying, um, but he's just like painfully shy. Like, does not. I, I don't even know. But he was like, "Well, I'm extending my stay. We all should go out for drinks. The three of us." He said that. Not, and I was just yes. Is your is his stylist yeah. cute? Is there any chance he could be into her? Right. Well, I was the. I don't think so. They bicker with each other like brother and sister. It's very brother sister vibes. Like they argue mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's um, like that Instagram account. Siblings or lovers? <laughs> yeah. Their rapport is so good that they are bickering. That's tension. Yeah. Oh, they argue all the time. That's tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do you trust her? I was definitely wondering that. Yes. I like to think so. So you don't know. But there's definitely been that thought. Now, that doesn't mean they're fucking. You know, for example, like... <laughs> uh. Like Natalie has told me that like she has a trainer and like he's mm-hmm. very diligent and Natalie like working out like she's challenged herself to like go to the gym. She doesn't like to work out. It's not like, you know, like some people it comes more naturally to them for her, not her favorite thing, but she's pushing through, so to speak. And mm-hmm. he he's the type of trainer who's very like, if you show up, you got to finish. I don't want to work with people who aren't committed, yada, yada, yada. And there's just a lot of like her, like, I don't want to fucking finish this set or whatever. And then he's like, he'll argue with her. Yeah, I could, there it's like you're working out and I can understand where like the tension is based off the fact that like she wants to throw up and he's like, you got to do one more set. But like, where is the tension coming with these two people? And I don't think it's over his hair. Mm-hmm. You know, like what yeah, what could they possibly be arguing about? They're so different. Into, like she's a little woo-woo, if that makes any sense, like very spiritual. And he's very like, he's in the med- medical field. So he's very like two plus two is four. Do you have There's his no number? Way around it. Like very. Yeah. Yes. You do. We're in a group. We're in the group chat. Oh my God. Fuck this group the chat. The three of us. Yeah. Okay. I don't care about the group chat. I don't we got to move. We got to move. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go ahead and text. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. So we're gonna get. We're gonna bust out the phone. What time? Where? Where time is it? Where you at? Um. It's. It's twelve twenty-three. Okay. It's the afternoon. Great. Yeah. You can text them. Let's text them right now. Let's just ask them out. <laughs> the thing is, like, I've, I've. Okay. Whoa! But I'm ner- okay, Nick. I have a question. Shoot. I don't know if he's gonna say yes. Okay. He might be tr- fucking your friend. I don't know. That's yeah. That's. <laughs> Because I don't want to, like, if we do go out, it doesn't work out. And then he's going to move. I am responsible. Right. It's like I'm responsible for getting rid of one of my coworkers slash friends clients. I I don't think you should be weird. You're just asking the guy out. You're all adults. It's up to him of how he handles it. And clearly you've kind of like pitched it to him before. And your relationship has still stayed pretty normal. You're if, in a group chat. If you ask him out and he says no and you say, fuck you forever, then it might be weird. Like, I could picture this friend of yours getting off on the fact that she has a vibe with him and she knows you like her and that makes her feel mm. even more validated because she has what you want. 
I wonder if she's feeling very like possessive and territorial over. I don't him. know. I just think it's kind of odd that the three of you are in a group chat. This guy walked in the door. You were like, "Hey, he's cute. What's the tea? Whatever." Two months have gone by, and all that's happened is you three in a group chat. Like, why is she overseeing this operation? Yeah. No, I mean the three of us have all gone out. Yeah. Together. No, I, I sure. Like for. But why? Like, are you into throuples, <sighs> threesomes? You know what I'm saying? Like, you went to your friend. This <laughs> no. is her client. Was she? Did she ever go out with him before? No. Uh, you should exactly. So you were the catalyst. You went to your friends and I think this guy's mm. cute. And then somehow that turned into you guys going out on dates together, the three of you? Like why? And then that turned into like a, a, a group chat? Yeah. It's it's def at first I was like, Oh, this will be such like a, a cool, casual way to like get to know him and now I'm just annoyed. Yeah. I absolutely think you should ask him out. I think you should prepare your like the risks are, you know, you got work. You don't want to complicate work. Just don't be the drama. This is definitely p possible for a huge drama scenario, especially given that this is happening in a salon. It's just a breeding ground for drama. Mm -hmm. The salons are more drama. Like, I don't, why aren't there, a, why is there a reality TV, TV shows? show about fucking yeah. salons? No, I've Genius. talked about it. We, it's, <laughs> I don't know, how is that not, how, anyway, I'm going to create a show. But uh, in your case, right. just don't you like you're, you've you've made it clear to your friend that you think he's cute. So you're not doing anything wrong. I don't know what's going on. If anything between her and him, if there is, she's not being honest with you. It's not your problem. I'm just like, this is for you to like, you do the right thing, protect yourself. And like, when I say don't be the drama, don't engage in any drama that might take place. It's just like, oh, well, I, you knew I just, I decided to ask him out. You you don't need a permission. You know, you're, she's not your mom. She doesn't own him as far as you're concerned. They're not dating as far as you're as far as you know. So there's not you're not doing anything wrong. So if she were to get frustrated or be like, Well, why didn't you ask me first? or blah blah blah, you just I, you should just act confused. They're like, Well, I mean I liked him. I just finally decided to shoot my shot. That's all. You know? Right. But I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it's just there's definitely some like variables in the story that don't add up. <laughs> I don't know what they are. Maybe mm -hmm. it's nothing. There's there's a re there's a reason why the three of you are hanging out and there's a reason why the three of you are in a group chat and I don't know what yeah. it is, but it's it, there is a reason. Yeah, he's definitely made the joke like, oh, I thought the two of you were my girlfriends. I was like, what? Oh, no, <laughs> I don't like that. Was he joking? I mean, maybe he's just like, yeah, he could, yeah, could he was joke. definitely joking. But the two of us like went up to each other at work and we're like. I didn't like that. <laughs> I didn't like that he sure. said that. Yeah. I mean, and that's fair. And you should tell him that. Listen, all, I would just shoot your shot. I'd text him and just say, hey, I, I would, I'd like to take you on a date. I think you need to be very forward. Mm. Especially if this guy is super shy. Hey, I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been crushing on you for three months now. <laughs> and I don't know when and if you're ever going to move, but I think you and I and only you and I should go on a date. And... Mm. and he he's I gonna get he, he, he might yeah he 50 50 he says yes 50 like he mm. assume that he might reach out to the friend but i think you should ask him out and i think you should be proud of yourself that you did it and then let the chips fall where they may that's what i think i think that's the energy you should have it's should always you? better to know and even and then you'll get it over with the first time he comes into the salon you'll both act normal even if you're kind of faking it that'll take away your anxiety but then you can move on to other people that potentially aren't 
fucking her or about to move and you'll just at least know you have no or you could yeah. have some amazing dates and this is your soulmate either way let's find out you have nothing to be embarrassed about you're going for what you want you should be proud of yourself it's hard to do and when you send that text the only feeling you should feel is pride because it's it was a brave thing you did and what he says i don't know and if he chooses her does you know gets awkward or weird you know you can remind yourself of that kind of slightly creepy thing he said about the two girlfriends you know like you really don't know much about this guy so all i'm simply saying is like there's not a ton to be sad over other than like a little bummed that your ego got a little bruised but like you can still be proud of yourself that you had the courage to do something that was uncomfortable and a little scary and a little nerve-wracking because like that's what life's all about is pushing our boundaries as long as we're safe and, and seeing what, seeing what we're capable of. Um, we have to stop saying a lot. We have to stop doing things just because we're afraid of outcomes that might not go the way we hoped because we're not going to get anything we really want if we're not afraid to take risks. You got to take some big swings in life. And I, I assure you when you take big swings, bad things are going to happen. You know, they will. But like, if you don't take big swings, you're not going to have great things either. And when the bad things happen, you just process, you deal it, you work through it, you learn from it. So bust out that phone. All right. Right now. Okay. Right now. This is about being direct. You could just say, Cinnamon Tech says, it's time for you and I to go on a date. <laughs> okay. That's fun. Just say that. Yeah. Awesome. It will be mind blowing. <laughs> you could add that. You think, you think I should... Why not? So, yeah, be confident. Be confident. Okay. It will be mind-blowing. Okay. Yeah. Bold. What's mind-blowing? Allie and Amanda like, are like, mm, maybe not. It is bold. What's wrong with it? And then you're going to be like, mind-blowing how? I just like, don't know if it's too much. What, what, what's wrong with mind-blowing? I like this. If he's a shy guy, hey, then I think it's time that you and I go on a date. confidence rub him the wrong way? You know what I mean? Like, you know how, like, if you're a shy person... I don't think Jamie, I don't think all of a sudden, I'm talking to Jamie for 10 minutes here. I, I just, and I mean this with love, I don't think that he's going to be turned off and think that somehow Jamie has turned into this like confidence monster. <laughs> you know, I'm just, she's taking like four months to shoot her shot. So I we, think I, I'm not stop. I'm not trying to step in to stop it. I just, <laughs> but you think it, I just like a little like assertiveness and confidence. I just don't want the, should you think we should go out? And I, I want to, no, I think you hey, believe it. Like, I think hey, it's, it's time, time for we go out. You and I go on a date. If you don't like mind blowing, if you don't like mind blowing, Jamie, don't send it. But I, but I don't think like it's going to make, it. I don't <laughs> think it's going to make a difference ultimately. Right. But it is a conversation starter. It's something mm. he can ask about mind-blowing Ooh, you know like it could just be a joke you yeah. guys literally talk about leading up to the date that's all it is it's not going to make a difference whether mm. he says yes or not it is a potential conversation starter it's done did you send <gasps> it <laughs> yeah. round of applause yeah. um, and and we're just going to be we're going to be proud of ourselves we're going to be confident queens it doesn't matter what he says you did a great thing you shot your shot do you feel good or do you feel like you want to throw up? No, I don't feel like, like I, I, not yet. Anyways, I, I feel fine. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, it's okay. He'll That's probably exciting. come in the salon this week. So he probably what? Even better, rip the bandaid off. No matter what he responds, yeah. your anxiety will go away the second that you can have a somewhat normal interaction. 
Now, do you feel like, would it be normal, like, you know this friend, because part of me, I don't, I don't like, I don't know your relationship or how close you are, but it could make sense because there's this kind of tripod, like, it could make sense for you to control the story, the narrative, so to speak. And by that, you could text a friend saying, I just asked John out on a date just to like, let her know that you did it. That way, you're getting ahead of any possibility that he reached, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way then she's not going to find out from him. She finds out from you. And it would be interesting to what she might say about that. Anything but like super supportive. You have your answer. Red flag. Even if it's covertly not supportive. Even if it's just like, oh, well, he's, keep in mind, she told you he was going to move. That was like the first thing. And the, the motherfucker hasn't moved yet. If she is anything like a friend would say, girl, good for you. Oh my God, shoot your shot. That's great. That, that is the only acceptable answer from a, someone who wants to be your friend in this moment. And I'm not saying she's bad or whatever. She just might have other priorities and she might have a crush and she might be a bad communicator and being a little selfish and a little dramatic or whatever. But if she was being a friend to you in this moment, her only response would be some version of support and excitement for you finally shooting your shot. And if she says like, ooh, I don't know if that's a good idea, blah, 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 blah. If she does anything else, I wouldn't necessarily respond. I would just kind of take note about, you know, if she's like, oh, I would just say, oh, I'm excited I did it. Like, I, it's something I always wanted to do, whatever. I, I wouldn't, again, that's where, like, I wouldn't, like, feed into the drama. I wouldn't get into it with her. I wouldn't ask her why she feels that way. I wouldn't, like, she's not, uh, she's not on your side when it, as it relates to him if she is, says anything other than, I'm excited for you. And I'm not saying you can, st- don't stop being her friend, but just be careful and just know Yeah. And when it comes to this guy, she is her priority isn't simply just to support you. There's something uh, else. But yeah, I, I actually would text her and let her know okay. that you asked him out. Yeah, I I do have to see her almost every day. Yeah, just, so. I, you text her enthusiastically. I asked him out. Okay. I asked out John on a date, exclamation point. Nervous about what he's going to say, but I'm excited I finally asked. All right. Or, or actually just, you know what? Just the sentence with the exclamation point. No follow-up. Okay. All right. Keep us posted, please. Yes, please. You promise? <laughs> yes, I promise. You promise you'll give us an update? I think there's, yeah. there's going to be a few more updates with this story. This is, this is salon drama. This is not the end. And the final update will be Nick Ew. as executive producer take, of this Netflix show. Take, take notes of starring this. Starring Jamie. I, want, I, I need you to take copious notes about what what proceeds from what we just did here I in these will. texts because i i feel so like there's stories there's gonna be more <laughs> there's gonna be more tea here i can feel it this is there are layers here it's simmering yeah it's simmering, it's simmering. all right jamie thanks so much for calling uh i hope this Thank was helpful you. congratulations on Very doing something so. bold and brave no matter what happens this was a great thing and i hope you challenge yourself to do more of it and um yeah i can't wait to hear what happens Okay. Thank you guys so right. much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. Thanks. How's it going? It's going good. What's your name? My name's Anna. I'm 24 and I'm calling because I'm wondering if my boyfriend just scammed me out of $400. Okay. How, uh, what makes you wonder if 
your boyfriend scammed you out of $400. So we just kind of started dating about now. It's been like two and a half months ago. Okay. And he's st- uh, this person's still your boyfriend, to be clear. Still my boyfriend. Okay. Yes. Did he and make you sign right, up for a pyramid scheme? No, but that's a good question. Valid. But when we first started dating, like the very first week, he asked if I would go on the skiing slash fishing trip. And I have never done either of those. And it was really out of my comfort zone. So I let him know that I have no gear. I would need to stop somewhere to get snow pants, some, a coat, something, something to stay warm. So ice fishing and snow skiing, not. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's different 100%. than water ski, like, yeah, fishing and water skiing, but. You're right. Hardcore. Yeah. So ice fishing and, and Who the skiing. fuck wants to sit outside and fish? But anyway. You're uh, in a yeah. house. You're in a little hut. So um, since it was like five hours from where we live, he let me know that there's like an outdoor store closer to like this resort that we were going to go to for all of this stuff. Um, I let him know that okay, like we can go once we're up there. I just for sure need something to keep me warm because my normal pants won't work. So once we got there though, I started picking out the things that I would need. And he started picking out like a bunch of random stuff, like, um, like a lure, um, a fishing rod, and then like some like ski stuff, I would assume it looked like just heavy socks. And then, um, like steaks, pokey steaks. I don't know. And anyways, he starts frantically looking for his wallet right before we go and check out. And you can kind of tell like if somebody's frantically looking for their wallet. And I just asked, you know, like, do you not have your wallet? And he goes, I think I might've left it in the car. So I said, oh, you should probably go look. And he said, yeah, watch my stuff while I go look in the car. And at this point, we're already like an hour from our destination, comes back in and he says, I don't have my wallet on me. And I said, that's a huge bummer because the entire way up there, he's talking about how he wants to go to like, these restaurants and they have all these cool drinks that he wants to get and all this stuff. So he's not going to be able to do this. Anyways, we're in the line and I'm like, well, why don't you ask them if they can take Apple pay? He goes, great idea. Goes up to the register. Cashier says they do not take Apple pay. It has to be a card or cash. And so then he goes, this is a big ask, but would you pay for this? And I can Venmo you. And I said, you're going to Venmo me? And he goes, yes. Right. Once we get into the car, I can Venmo you. I was like, all right, no harm, no foul. You're going to Venmo me. You're going to Venmo me. Yeah. Which is like, you could literally do it right there. Right there. Don't have to wait till they go in the car. Yep. So I paid for it and it totaled to be like $430 or something. And I did two separate transactions. So mine was completely separate from his. And I gave him the receipt and I said, this is how much you owe me do you want my Venmo like at name? And he goes, yeah, why don't you just text it to me? So I sent it to him. And then um, we loaded everything into the car. And while I'm walking around, he goes, oh my goodness, you're not going to believe this. And I was like, what? And he goes, I found my wallet. And I was like, okay, well, where was it? Cause you found it really quick. And he goes, oh, it was right on the seat. And I said, well, I thought you looked in the car. And he goes, I did. I just must not have looked that well. And I was like, I mean, okay, I guess. So it sounded fishy just, to you at the time. For sure. Yeah. And then I asked if he could Venmo me. And he said, since we're an hour from the destination, do you mind if I do it once we get to the hotel? And I was like, Why? you can't do it right now. And he goes, I would, I'd rather just do it once we get there. So I was like, all right, fine. You can do it once we get there. That's fine. Right. Once we get there, I asked again, I said, Hey, do you mind Venmoing me for um, like that outdoor stuff? 
And he goes, let me just get settled in. We just got here. I feel like you're kind of nagging me. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, obviously I didn't want to start the trip off on like a bad note. And we still haven't been dating that long. So I didn't really know how to bring it up like again. So I kind of let it go that weekend, but progressively- This is every, insane. This is insane. Every week I bring it up and he kept, or he keeps telling me like, I brought it up like a few weeks ago and it was, I'm at work. Let me do it when I get out. Another time it was, um, I'm tired because of work. Can I do it in the morning? And then another time he said, I actually don't have Venmo. So I have to figure out how to set that up. And Wait, on what? that one, I got super upset and said, you previously told me you would Venmo me. So I don't understand why you would even throw that out if you don't have it. Yeah. And it's super easy to set up Venmo. So like, and then what do you say to that? He said that his card is at um, a bar because he forgot to grab his card at a bar he went to. So he doesn't know the number. Wait, what? I said, well, you should probably get your card anyways if it's at a you bar. You link your Venmo to a bank account. He's lying. So I don't know what to do. I don't know how to keep asking. I don't know. I feel like first, we, first, when I first we're going to break up with this guy. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, like mentally in your head, we're done with him. This is weird. Okay. It's <laughs> so weird. This is so fishy. You know how like catfish people always have like the next excuse. It's like, like they're always like, the reason why they can't meet up is because like they got arrested, like mm -hmm. their grandma got arrested and their their aunt's sick and then the dog, something happened with the dog or whatever. And it's always like, I guess who would lie about that? Like, okay. That's, just, that's what this guy's doing. I mean, at any point you go like Venmo, like let's pull out your QR code. Bam. He can pay mm -hmm. you. Also, like you've been back home. You can go to an ATM, pull, you go to a bank, you can pull out cash. You'll take cash. You'll accept cash. He's deliberately not paying you. And he was lying to you. I mean, is there any, what would I say to this? Is there a, a way that I should like ask again? No, I honestly, I, if you're willing to break up with him, if you don't want anything further and it's just about getting the money back, I don't know if one, you know of any like lawyers or if your friends are lawyers, but I would literally say like, well, I've spoken to blank and they're willing to represent me as small claims court and I will be pursuing legal action. Uh, that's <laughs> if think, you really wanted to I, just I, like throw it out there i don't know if we need to go there quite yet no okay just kidding take it back <laughs> i think it sounds to me like you've been you know because he's your boyfriend and this is uncomfortable and i completely understand why but it sounds to me you've been incredibly understanding so far even when it felt very fucked up you're just like, this is fucked. This is like, this is bullshit. Like I, I'm being scammed. And, you, and But to him, you're like, oh, okay, I guess, you know, like, so I think we need to change that. Your tone needs to just like, I need you to pay me now. Okay. Like, do you still hang out with him? Like, have you been hanging out with him? Yeah. Like I see him a couple times a week and right. every time when I see him, usually I'll say like, Hey, do you, can you pay me for this? Like, did you want to do, um, I usually asked for like Venmo. And then when he said he didn't have Venmo, I asked for cash app, um, Apple pay. And he's like, I don't have any of that set up. And I was like, well, I'll set it up so now. Hard. I think next time you see him, you're just like, Hey, I need you to pay me now. And I think you'd be somewhat aggressive, but like, can we okay. go to like, let's go to the bank, take him to the okay. bank, you know, or I'll help you set up. Like, like you're paying me now. You don't even ask. I, I need you to pay me now. So we can set up Venmo. If you don't have your credit card, let's go to the bank. You have your ID. Like, and then when he comes up with an excuse, you just level them. Why are you lying to me? Like, why haven't you paid me back? Like, this, this is weird. Like, are you scamming me?
because you've had all of these excuses is like this whole thing has been super fucking creepy and weird. So like, mm-hmm. what's going on? Do you not have the money? And he might say, I don't have the money. Be like, well, that's fucked up because you acted like you did, but like, I need you to pay me. You have a job. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not your banker. I didn't loan you this money. Like, what are you doing? Do you have mutual friends? No, not really. No, that's too bad. Because shame's powerful. (laughs) I think you just get a little aggressive and start demanding that he pays you. Okay, I can do that. And then if he pays you, then immediately break up with him. Be like, thank you. All right. Also, (laughs) by the way, we're definitely not dating anymore. I suspect he's not going to pay you right away. I suspect he will, this will come with resistance. And then I think you could take Allie's advice that like once, give him that shot. And if he doesn't just be like, do, are you like, yeah, that should be, that should be a last Are you going to make me, are you going to make me like, yeah, it's be like my uncle's, uh, you know, make, make something up. Yeah. Like make something up, but you're really, really close friends. Just like, like I've literally talked, like you really want me to like sue you over this. And don't let him flip it on you. Like, don't let him yeah. be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, that's crazy. Why are you like, being listen aggressive? to yourself. Like, you can be like, yeah, this, like, this situation is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. It is ridiculous that I even need to say this. Like, you said you would pay me this money literally the second we got to a hotel. This is and, not like, hard. I have asked you like over 10 times or yeah. however many. Start like, with, start with, you're paying me now. Why are you lying? This needs to happen now. And then if, let's yeah, go to a if, bank. if you need a final resort, then you can threaten lawyers yeah and at any point when he tries to like oh why are you being so aggressive like i'm not being aggressive you've you've been like this you've is ins- turned this situation this is crazy. into this what is it crazy. is crazy this is crazy that i have to beg my boyfriend to pay me money he owes me when he told me he was going to pay me back immediately and then you said you were going to venmo me and then you lied to me about not having venmo and you came up with this weird story about not having your wallet, but immediately found your wallet on the top of the car. And then like somehow you were so mentally exhausted that you couldn't pay me back. What is, what is, what is being tired having to do with paying me back? Like you don't get to pay me back at your convenience. Like who taught you how to be this way? Like I, I think you go hard to the paint with this guy. I think you, gotta, you get a little mad and you are, he's 100% wrong. You are 100% right. He is no longer your boyfriend. This is some just creepy, weird, manipulative guy who, ah, this is fucked up. This is weird. This is just like, it's not normal. This isn't like, it's, it seemed like a red flag to me. Oh my God. And then this it is... just felt like it shouldn't be this hard to pay somebody back. No, it's super weird. I don't know. It's so weird. I don't even, I could, I could. I, I can only guess as to why. I don't, I don't know. He also, I, th- I thought this was weird. He would bring up like his paycheck on his phone to his friends at, like at the um, like ski place because he was kind of just bragging. And when he pulled it up, I was like, oh, you're bragging. And I, clearly my curiosity got the best of me. And I looked over and it was a sizable amount of money. So I'm like, okay, you have like $400. Like if you're going to sit here and brag, about your money that you're making. Yeah. You can clearly that was weird. Who does it, sh- that? it shouldn't even matter like yes. what the paycheck is. If you are going to spend someone else's $400 on things that you want, you should be able to pay them back. Do I don't you care. know his friends? No, that was the first time I met anybody. But do you know him now? Oh, uh, yeah, a little bit. I think you should publicly shame him. Should I? 
I mean, if he doesn't pay you back, be like, are you, you going to literally make me tell all your friends who you bragged about how much money you make that you couldn't pay your girlfriend $400? Like, how far do your lies go? Like, do you want me to tell everyone that you're doing this? Like, you're being crazy. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Make sure you're safe. And I don't know this guy and I'm, a, you know, but make sure yeah. you're in safer. But like, you're 100% right. He's 100% wrong. And this this is insanity. And, and you should treat it as such. Okay. So definitely just be more aggressive and. Super aggressive. I don't think you can you. be too aggressive as long as, again, don't break any laws or rules or don't resort to violence <laughs> and, 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 and. Don't call him mean name. Don't don't try to hurt him. But okay. just hit him with the facts. The facts are this is crazy. The facts are is it's this is inappropriate. He's taking advantage of you. He hasn't been lying to you. He's been manipulative. This is super fucked up. This is not how you let, would treat anyone, let alone someone you're dating. Why are you mm-hmm. bragging about how much money you have to your friends, but you can't even pay your girlfriend $400 back? Are you bad with mm-hmm. money? What is your problem? Do you have a problem? Because it sounds like you have a problem. It does. It does. And these are things I would say to him. These are fair questions that he is, you know, you don't even have to be mean. You just have to be direct. All your feelings are valid. And so I'm giving you permission to express those feelings to him without uh, questioning your sanity or or anything like that. Because it sounds like that's what he seems to be good at doing. I agree. Okay. I can do yeah, that. Yeah, he's like, he's one of those people who clearly lies about crazy shit. And then you feel crazy because you're like, no one lies about this shit. So, like, they're, right. he, it must be true, but it doesn't add up. So, like, what the fuck? I just didn't know if it was rude to, like, basically make him set up. No, he owes you fucking money. Yeah, it's not rude. No, take him to the fucking bank. It's your money. He is holding on to your money. What's rude is that he's not paying you back. You're not being rude at all. Okay, good. We need we need an update for sure. Oh, I'll let you know. Keep us posted, but yeah, I definitely will. Go, uh, go bonkers on this guy. <laughs> I will. Thank you guys for the advice. Yeah, keep us posted. We uh, go get that. Go get your money. <laughs> I will. All right. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, everyone. Don't forget, Vile Files Plus is available now for all new updates. Go to vilefiles.com to check that out. We have better date than never this week, 9 p.m. Eastern on Thursday night. Rachel Bilson for going deeper. We'll see you tomorrow for the recap. Bye. Bye.